<laughs> What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Well, welcome to you. Can sip, can with, sip us. with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. You are catch. You are sipping with us um, on a Sunday afternoon. Ash is fresh off of her retreat, and I'm fresh home from camping. And we were saying just right before we hit the record that we can't wait to record because we have things to catch things. each other up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me everything about the retreat. Okay, how was it? Great. The retreat I did, this was a retreat that I was supposed to host with my friend Jenna. What? No. Shannon. Shannon. There was a Jenna at this retreat. I truly don't know where that, why that just It's been a long week. Like it's been, mm -hmm. it's a lot to host something. My friend Shannon, Mm -hmm. she wasn't able to make it. So it was just me solo hosting, which was great for my brain. A great exercise for my brain. What is that? Because- Well, I just feel like you need, like, I think that I, for confidence purposes, I think I felt like it would be easier to sell a retreat if I have, like, someone else with, like, to have, like, you know, market, sell a retreat to have someone else. It's like, like, there's a part of my brain that's like, oh, I'm not valuable enough. Right. And then when Shannon wasn't able to do the retreat, we emailed all the people, I texted all the people that had booked it, and I said you know, here's the deal. We can either refund, we could try another time or we could do it with just me. And almost every one of them was like, what? Yeah, of course we want to do it. Let's do it. Uh, so that was good for my confidence, but you know, I did notice, um, I felt like by the end of it, my energy was more depleted. Right. Than the one that I had done before. Because I do think, yeah, it probably is more mental work when you're the solo host. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. You're carrying all the water. Right. Just to make sure that, you know, everybody is seen, heard, appreciated, having a good time, whatever. But yeah, I also lot. think the retreats are just, we talked when I was there, you and I talked when I was there. And I'm like, I can't wait to do Are You Consider This One? Because yeah. there is something so special about just like, the people that have come yeah. into my orbit, I don't know. And it just is like, man, there's good people everywhere because these people lived all over the country and I never would have met them likely yeah, had I not done a retreat. One of them was the sleep coach. So she's been on, that's the Jenna. Yeah. She's been on the podcast before. That was like a four years ago now. Ago. Yeah. She was the sleep coach for, for the love of sleep. Number mm-hmm. four. Number four. You can catch her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. When yeah. she was on the podcast. And you could probably search You Can Sit With Us Sleep and mm-hmm. find that episode find as well her. with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I had kind of met her, but only on text or whatever, virtually, you know, but this was the first time meeting her in person. It was such a good group. The energy yes. was great. We went to Sedona and there is, I mean, it makes me think we should do our retreat in Sedona. Yeah. Especially because if Erica's coming and doing it with us. It is so energetically magical, you know? The pictures that you Mm -hmm. posted on your Instagram Mm -hmm. and everything I have seen about Sedona. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. And it's just like you feel it when you're there. 
Wow. I don't know. It's wild. And there's like psychics on every corner and crystal shops on every corner. And really? Yes. Aura readers. Um, I did when I was there, human design. Have you heard about that? No. What okay. is this? I want to see if we can find a human design expert to come on the podcast because we had human design reading. So there was a, the spa that we was at our resort offered like body things, you know, massages and facials, of course, but they also offer, offered like spirit services. And so they had, you know, an Oracle option. You could have an Oracle come in. They also had a human design and they had some other things I don't remember, but we booked human design. You have to know your name, date, not name, place, time, and date of birth. And then you get like a very specific chart and it like explains all kinds of things about you. Wow. Like what, what motivates you, what your strengths are, what you'll struggle with, um, what you're meant to do in this lifetime, like how you came to be, who you mesh well with. <clears throat> so I going did, into yeah. it, were you bought in before they said a word or were you like, oh, we'll see. And then tell me what. How, like tell me I mean it's for, to me it seems it's kind of like the Enneagram I mean it's way more intense and so many more like way more in depth yeah. and very specific to you whereas like the Enneagram is nine numbers you know right this is like all kinds of wild things so I don't feel like it's something you have to be bought into it's right. like it's just explain I mean I guess in the same way that you have to be bought into the Enneagram right, right you know right. where it's like it kind of explains your, and then if you like it, then cool. And if you, if you're, if that's not your thing, then no you're big like, deal, take it or whatever. It. Yeah. Um, but it was fascinating. And I, um, you could do a lot of those spirit services with a friend. So I had someone from the retreat sit in with me and that was fascinating to see like her chart, my chart, and also the way our charts like Mesh. interacted with each other, whatever. It was just very fascinating. So I was like, Man, I think it would be such a cool thing to do with a couple because the, the luckily the person that sat in on that was the friend that came to the retreat. Yeah. And so she's like, I, I'll see her frequently, but she's a new friend to me. And the, the person that reads it, whatever facilitates it was like, so how long have you guys been best friends? And we're like, we literally just met, you know, like yeah. we met 10 years ago. We just, it's been a month. And she's like, what? She's like, your guys is like the you have a very strong pull together. Like you guys, your guys' chart is crazy. I thought for sure you've known each other for years. She's like, I could feel the energy before I even met you. I was like, Oh, Whoa. Cool. Yeah. So it reminded me or made me think like it would be such a cool thing. I want to see our charts together. Yeah. Um, and how like we, cause it talks about how like strengths that I have, and, and what those would pull out in you and then strengths that you have and what that does for me and Whoa. then strengths that we have together and wh- like what we have in common and where, I don't know, this is crazy. But also cool. with your partner, like I want to do it with John. Yeah. But I just think it's a very complex thing, seems like. So we'd need to have someone like really explain it. So if any of you listening know a human design expert, uh, it'd be amazing to get ours read. I already have my chart, but I want to get yours and then see ours together. So that was cool. I don't know why the the name or the what this is titled human design. Human design, I know. Makes me think of uh like a company and I'm not this is not disparaging. It's just I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. It's like yeah. someone who's going to make really nice like indoor trash cans 
or like oh <laughs> like oh. like human design water uh-huh. flosser or <laughs> like, like like sharper functional. image or yeah. Um, yeah yeah simple what is that one that's like simple really human fancy is it simple human that also like that. Or yeah, that's what I was thinking. Water. Simple human. Yeah. yeah. Simple human. They make those fancy indoor garbage cans. Yeah, I could see that human design. That seems like it could or be. Or like an like upscale, that. like somewhere, wherever the fancy town is in your state. Yeah. They got like a nice, it's like nice word logo type looking thing. And you can go in there and buy the most beautiful um, like marble thick countertops. Mm, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. But have you heard of the terms? It, it, uh, have you heard anyone say like, oh, I'm a manifester or I'm a generator or I'm a projector or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that is human design. So people will say like, oh, I'm a manifesting generator or something like that. Uh, oh. So I had heard those terms and those belong to the human design umbrella. Uh, so I am a manifester. Yes. My friend Lindsay was a projector, but the projector doesn't sound as cool as it is. What a projector is, is like, she kind of explained, the the facilitator explained it as if Lindsay's a lighthouse. So she's like projecting light. She's like, you know, kind of an example, like her life is kind of an example. And she puts light out onto all these other people around her and inspires them and stuff. Wow. So projector doesn't sound like as good as I think it ends up being. Anyway, so that was really cool. Um, we went, I think also guys, the, if you go to any city and they offer an e-bike tour, book it. So I've booked that e-bike tour in several different cities. Now when I've gone, I did it in Napa. We did it in, uh, France through the vineyards of France. And then, uh, now we just did it in Sedona and it is so much fun. It's always the highlight. Like everyone's it's like their favorite part. Cause it's e-bikes are so fascinating. The, Yeah how they work you know you like do a couple pedals and then you're off I mean it's just yeah I don't know it's no work it's fun it's fun so we did a sunset bike ride we did a long ass hike um and then we just did a lot of community that was that was the theme of this one was like community and adventure so yeah uh I did what before I left we talked about this on Patreon Mac was sick that's right and I had taken like a a couple of weeks ago, wasn't that long ago that I was sick with this stupid cough. And then I took a steroid and antibiotic for it. And they say steroids like suppress your immune system. So I'm wondering if that's what happened to me. But I, on the last night at the retreat, was going downhill fast. I mean, I was just like, yeah, it just hit, washed over me. And then today I woke up really depleted of energy. And I went to bed like I didn't have, I didn't drink at dinner last night because it just was like, did not feel good. And yeah. that is a bummer. Yes. Cause I like to be tip top yes. shape yes. when I'm with people vibing. And I, my body was like, no. And I asked one of the girls there, Jenna, actually the sleep coach is also a nurse. And I asked her about that. Like, do you think it's because I took a steroid? And she's like, yeah, I mean, steroids can suppress your immune system for like four to six weeks. Oh, so anyway, I'm sick again. Fun. (laughs) So fun. So fun. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that time of year where there's so many things running amok. Right. What was your favorite moment of the trip, of the retreat? I think, so we did Peaks and Valleys last night at dinner. And I think 
my peak was the night that we FaceTime. What night was that? Saturday night? No, you were Friday night. A good time. Friday night, we like it was the open night. It was free night, so I I like to like plan a couple of things every day, but give people free time. Yeah. So we did like a six and a half, almost seven mile hike Friday morning. Then we had the spa day, and people were done with the spa. Like it wasn't until like you know I was done by. 4.30 or something, but some people weren't done until 6. And then it was like, what do we want to do? Should we all go out to eat together? What do we want to do? Da-da. Ended up, we just like went down to the hotel bar and there was a big uh, fire pit there and there was happy hour. So like a couple of us started and then people just started joining and we were trying to decide there's this amazing pizza place across the street. So we just randomly got that. I walked over to Safeway, got us some drinks. And then I had brought several games with us. So then we just played games and mm-hmm. laughed our asses off for like six hours around I the love fire. That. It was so fun. Yeah. So it was that kind of just like connecting with everybody and the vibe, you know, and it I love that. Seemed, like, yeah. Yeah. So Colleen texted me something that made me laugh out loud, Can but I, I didn't want to just be like, yeah. <laughs> because for those of you who listen for Play Connections, mm-hmm. you'll like this. Okay. So this is exactly what I texted Ash. But wait, you have to understand Connections is the New York Times game. We've talked about it more, I think, over on Patreon. Yeah. And it, but to, to just set the stage of this text, Colleen and I, every single day, send each other our results from the Connections game. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we're like, that was fucking bullshit. What yeah. the hell's going on here? Get angry. This is absolutely unacceptable. Are these people yeah. crazy? Like, it's like back and forth several times a week. We nail it. But several times a week, we're like... Anger. There's no way in hell that's a category. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Okay. Yeah. So, and usually, <clears throat> Ash is the one that let me know about this. But if you play connections or if you don't, there's four matches you're trying to make with words and green and yellow are the easiest. They like, once you make a match, it tells you the cab. It's like, boom, you got it. And then it's a bands it in a color so you can Mm -hmm. see. And typically people always get green and yellow first and then blues like, you know, hard difficulty level hard. And then purple's like real hard. And sometimes like basically impossible. Yeah. Unless you think like a psychopath. Right. Like you have Which the to creators clearly do. There, There's just sometimes it's like, this is not a pattern. This mm-hmm. is horse shit. This is right. hard. It's way too hard. So then, so that's the context of what I texted Ash. Someone on Twitter wrote New York times connections, row one breed of dogs, smiley face, mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> New York times connections, row four chapter headings found in Norton <laughs> anthology of theory and criticism. Third edition. If vowels and consonants were swapped plus <laughs> Blank, 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 and an E-N that are homonyms of German verbs. Yeah. And that would be the category. And you'd be like, how the hell is anybody, any human on the planet getting it? And they act like it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. So so I texted that to Ash. And then can I play the video you sent me? Sure. Because this, I listened to this video and I'll give the... I don't remember. I have... It's a little blurry. I'm sitting around the campfire with Chris. It's probably 34 degrees where we're at. We went winter camping and I'll after the right after the our retreat partner talk, break, talk. I'll mm-hmm. talk about this. Um, but but I'm sitting around. I've got wine and I'm bundled up, but I'm cold, but I'm around the campfire and Chris and I are having a good time laughing, whatever. And then yeah. I I get this video from you. And after I listened well, to this, I knew 
Mm-hmm. Or what? Oh, I, I, I explained why I sent the video in the video, right? So I don't need to explain it here. I don't think so. I, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So I'll play it. But I could tell listening to this video that she is having the best A time. time. Uh-huh. I could feel it. That so yeah. it's it's nice like to hear how much fun it was, mm-hmm. but it radiated like through the video and just like your laugh and your mm-hmm. eyes, like everything. You were so happy, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to say hi to you. So yeah. I Facetimed you around the campfire. So here right. we go. This is the video. It's so funny. If I wrote I LOL, really you wouldn't know I really <laughs> that I literally was LOL. Oh, my my, best. Best. my bestie, my bestie, Colleen. Yeah, you, she knew. She's on she knew. Here we are. <laughs> I'm literally sending her a video. Oh, I was like, what is happening? Where is she? She's on the phone. She sent me a text and it made me laugh out loud. What am I pointing to? I can hide a pickle. Oh, my God. I'm going to hide a pickle. Because now you think I'm laughing at everything. But I'm not. I'm a mess. <laughs> what am I even doing? I'm not even talking. Oh! <laughs> she, we sent her merch because oh. she was sending us tests from Texas. Would you rather? No, I'm like, like, you'd know, you'll know her. So that's the video I started calling because I literally was laughing out loud and I'm like, I can't just ha ha back to this. She needs to know I'm not just laughing or chuckling inside. I'm LOLing legitimately. But the best part was you're laughing the whole video, having the The best time, but then concerned about, hey, I don't want this to cheapen. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want you to think that I'm laughing at everything. Like your text was As special. I'm laughing calling. at everything. Your text was Yours special. Yours was really calling. special. <laughs> like I I'm needed the best. reassurance. Of like, yeah. like, well, she well, definitely didn't think it was funny. Now, yeah. Right. Look at her. Right. Because look at her. She's she's a mess. She's laughing at everything. Uh, so then Colleen FaceTimes me back. And then I took her on a tour of all the ladies that were there. Yes. And I said, we've got to do this retreat. Yes. And I knew Tess from Texas right away. Hi, you did? You remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. She is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dry, dry, dry sense of humor, which you know is Love my it. favorite. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's yeah. why her would you rathers were so good. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd remember her. Yeah, because she goes all the way. Like, yeah. you know, into the, she goes all the way. dry comedy mm-hmm. zone. She's unafraid uh-huh. of unafraid. a good laugh. Yeah. All right. Unafraid of a good laugh and be unafraid of how you smell. Okay, January has come and gone, but it's not too late to start your New Year's resolution. In fact, I have something to share about that. Remember how we were like talking about how I'm going off script big time here. But remember how we were talking, uh, I think over on Patreon or maybe last week about how it's not actually like the new year shouldn't be the time that you're starting all your goals. It should be time to like lay low and chill a little bit. So someone wrote, so this was over on Patreon, she wrote, agree with your friend. If you follow the astrological calendar, the new year technically doesn't begin until we are in spring equinox. The winter is a time of deep reflection and being quiet. I love that. So Uh anyway, it is not too late to smell better naked. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi, you can smell good with or without clothes all year 
long. Okay. Lumi was kind enough to send us like all a few of their like different products, all kinds of things. And I have been using it nonstop. I love their deodorant. I wear it every single day. Um, And I love that they have like some of the kinds of things that they have, even like a whole body deodorant. It's Mm -hmm. seriously safe to use anywhere on your butt body. Okay. (laughs) Including your butt. (laughs) Your pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly button, your cracks. Wherever. And feet, anywhere. Cracks and crevices. But this was created, these were created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. Clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. How? Unlike certain traditional deodorants that mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by Mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts more like a preodorant baking soda free paraben free ph balanced okay it's clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone 12 hours after a shower the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10 with lumi the average odor level is 0 out of 10 Oh, yeah, yeah. But not only do they have that whole body odor- deodorant, you can try out a bunch of their stuff with their starter pack. It's perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SIP with us at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SIPWITHUS. It's L-U-M-E, deodorant.com. Uh, what the heck? So Colleen, yeah, we recorded this on Patreon and she said, we're going camping this weekend. Yeah. Winter camping because Winter we figure camp- if camping goes well, we've got a long runway for summer. Mm-hmm. It's going to really right. tee us up. And last time you lasted two hours. Right. This time you made it the whole time. So how did it go? We made it the whole time, not without a few twists and turns. Yeah. Along the way. So um, quick recap of last summer. We had to abandon camping after two hours because we... We were so overprepared. We packed so much. We were trying to think of every possible thing for the kids. And Ellie was a lot littler then. I mean, she was mm-hmm. right. freshly one. And so yeah. walking around, but like she was in danger all the time. Yes. And she still and kind she of. she wanted to be like walking around, but she wasn't like, yes. wasn't like safe. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the baby deer mode. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Tumbling and uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, we were going to, like, make meals. So we just had, like, we were packed to the brim. Uh, and then we roll up to this campsite. And it's that fine, like, dirt dust that was kicking up everywhere. This was last summer. Yes, yes. And just getting everywhere. There was, like, bee infestation, just bees Everywhere we were in a very exposed site, like where everybody was like playing and hanging out and like tossing footballs, which probably would have been great with older kids, but very challenging. Betty was losing her mind, barking like crazy at everybody. Um, it was incredibly stressful. And then our camper broke, and 
we tur- like went to hook it to the water and then water was just going everywhere. And you'd think, oh, well, you can just, you know, use the restrooms that they have there. And it was we, Chris and I both hit levels of anxiety at the same time that I don't recall us hitting before. And we're like, we just can't do this. We can't do this. We'd put up the tent. Dust was like all in the tent everywhere. Oh I mean, it was like crazy. I've never been to a campground like that where it was that disastrous, just the ground. And I know, you know, you get dirty camping and everything, but this was different. This like, I was like, is this safe for Ellie to breathe? Right. It was like a well, dust yeah. bowl, totally her height. So we left after two hours. We've never done that before. Yeah. It was just too much. And yeah. so, but I was really sad about it. I was bummed because, you know, it felt like like when El- the summer Ellie was born, we didn't go camping. And then that was the summer after. And that was the only thing. And even though we'd done a lot of like cabin trips and a lot of outside things, like man, I just feel like this guilt that Ben is the perfect age for this. Mm. And we're not, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. We just can't do it. So it's tough to pull the swallow. Yeah. Um, Chris, we thought, do we just sell the camper? It's been two years, really, since we've been able to use it. We debated just selling it. Really? Yeah, like storage, like just to park a camper is so expensive and just felt, I don't know, I went to it like a zone about it. Yeah. And then Chris took it to an RV repair shop. They said, oh, it's all fixed up. We fixed Good to go. the water issue. The, the It was like some piping things. We fixed, we like resealed some things like this baby's as good as new. We put, you know, paid quite a bit of money, not yeah. crazy, but to reinvest into let's do this. And now let's mm-hmm. make this the summer of using it if we can. But I was nervous yes. getting uh-huh. back on the horse. Well, yeah, it was a pretty traumatizing experience. It just, yeah, it was not good. It was. I mean, it's not like traumatizing, but you know, it was, it was. It was bad. Yeah. Anyone would walk into the next trip with a little bit of nerves. Caution. Yeah. And so some of the adjustments we made is we thought, okay, let's not overpack. Um, and the reason why it's, you know, February, like, why are you camping in February? The we're in like rainy cold season, but we were getting it was like, oh my gosh, Saturday and Sunday, it's gonna be 60 degrees. Six zero here. Beautiful. And Chris is like, I found you know, that there was a spot that opened up at our favorite campsite. This is Cape Lookout. It's right on the beach. It is the best camping, in my opinion, in Oregon. I love this campground so much. Like it's a destination type. If you're flying into Oregon for an enough amount of time and you can camp at Cape Lookout, it's very difficult to get a reservation. You have to make them like six months out. And he found one. And he found one. He said, let's just do it. You know, we have a camper so the kids will stay warm at night when it's cold because it 60 during the day, but winter, 35 at night. Yeah. So we packed light. Like we packed layers of clothes for the kids, but not overdoing it in the clothes department, not overdoing it in the shoes department. Um, We brought food that we didn't have to basically cook, like sandwiches, sandwiches, things in bags, like disposable stuff. So we're not trying to cook and do dishes because that seems it's really fun to cook when you're camping and I love it so much. And with young kids, it's a lot of work on one parent to do all the like cooking, all the cleaning, all the ki- like doing full meals is not right. easy. So we made meals really simple, like breakfast. We got like muffins and yogurt, like continental, right? Five. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so we're excited and cautious and we, we get there and um, the kids did great on the car ride. We get out of the car and I'm like, when we get there, 
like one like you set up and I will entertain the kids. Like just okay. divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yeah. And <clears throat> Ellie is um not having a good time as soon as we get there. And it's almost like she just the car rides are tough on her and she has the, all the energy in her body has nowhere to go other than like mm. to just blow off some steam. So it yeah. felt like one of those moments. Totally yeah. understandable. Right. You know. So she's blowing off steam and I, you know, we got the scooters out and everything and we're we're in like the little street um, right in front of where Chris is setting up. And I could just, I felt like, like, you know what, she's either going to be blowing off steam or I can take them somewhere else so that Chris has just some open water to settle in. Right. And the most beautiful sunset was happening and you're right at the beach. So I was like, kids, come on, let's go to the beach. Let's get the heck down there. Yeah. And we get down to the beach and there's someone like proposing. <gasps> and it's the most beautiful sunset. And Ellie <laughs> didn't know what to do. She's losing her mind. During that. Well, yeah, listen. Losing her mind. Yeah. So Ben's having the the best time. He's like sprinting down the beach. I've got and I Ellie's like mad. I tried to set her down so she could walk to see maybe if she starts running on the beach, right. she'll, you know, but she, all she was doing, and it's so sad and cute but she's doing the two-year-old thing where they just like she's throwing herself face down into the sand and like literally kicking her feet and then when i pick her up to walk with her she's even more mad at that right she's like like, that's not the answer you're holding me and i need to be you know so then i'm like i set her back down and then i'm like oh my god do i look like a bad mom for her just being on the like me not picking her up and consult like i you know i don't know the moves right when they just need to blow off steam and so right I pick her up and I'm running as fast as I can away from this proposal. Right. <laughs> right. She's just, you know, so it's a little stressful. Um, we got far enough away and then I just, I set her down. I'm like, she'll, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. I tried to distract her. Look at the, and then she sees the ocean. She says, ocean. Oh. And the Oregon coast is not like ocean fascinating. Let me run into the ocean. Uh-huh. There are places like Hawaii where the water's calm, and when it's calm, it's, yes, let's run into the ocean together. The water's warm. Let me pick you up. Let's go. Let me hold your hand. Let's go put our feet. The Oregon coast, more times than not, is not that ocean. Right. In fact, it's very dangerous to have a little person too close to the water. There can be, like, sneaker waves. And it was the the ocean was big. It was big waves. It was, you know, an angry tide. Yeah. Well, the Oregon coast is, even though it's freezing – Known for good surf. Like, yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. And you hear too many stories. Um, it doesn't, ha- I don't think, happen totally frequently, but growing up here, you do hear about disaster at the right. at the ocean, um, especially with little people. So, well, heck yeah. Yeah. So she's trying to run head on Moana style or something. He's just go, he's just like, whatever. Being awesome. He like knows water yeah. safety. He's not getting too close. He's but I not mean, even- like, as she's melting, Finding, he he's like, finding seashells. He's okay. delighted. He's, he's, he's exploring. He's in another great. world. Yeah, good. Having the best time. That's awesome. Okay, right. So you've only got one kid that you're like in triage mode. Triage. And I'm trying yeah. to, you know, Ellie seashell, but she was on, on, couldn't just even distract her. She was that no, far she's sort like, of. There's ocean, mom. Yeah, ocean, and you're not letting me go. And so every time I'm picking her up and redirecting her and trying to find something else to distract her, it was. Mm-hmm. She just needed to be angry for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. She had too much energy built up. She blew Get off a out. lot of steam on that beach. 
And then I like, you know, when you can feel it turn and you're like, do you want a huggy? Do you want a a mommy huggy? And she's not fighting it. You know, Mm -hmm. she let me pick her up. She put the head on my shoulder and then I just walked around with her as Ben was having the best time and she settled in. And then, and then after that beach was fun. Okay. And we caught the most beautiful sunset. Just the most beautiful. I couldn't believe it. It felt like maybe an Arizona type. And I think you probably saw my story with it. But um, look at this picture of them like together, (gasps) you know, at the beach. And it's winter camping. So there's no one else there. Right. Them just like doing you know, beach things, but oh, um, it's just boots. beautiful. Her rain boots. Beautiful. Does he have boots on? How cute. Mm-hmm. She's got her little pony on the top of her head. Yeah, just having the best time. And we go back to, so then, you know, it's starting to get cold. The sun's, I tried to give Chris as much time as possible to be able right. just to like set up. Get things, yeah. Yeah, and um, we get back, beds are set up, everything's set up. And I was telling Chris on the way home, like a lot of my trepidation about going anywhere with littles is like are they going to sleep well yeah and with the camper we'd only ever done it with like one like with ben's you know sleeper pack and play and we used to put the slumber pod over it so he could get really good sleep yeah because there's one bed on one side of the camper another bed on the other side of the camper that turns into a dining table and it's a small camper we have like the r pod um so this was the first time we didn't have the slumber pod. We just had her little sleeper and then half the other half was for him. So they're sleeping in theory, like in the same bed next to each other. I don't know how that's going to okay. go. Right. You know, so we get back, we give him some more food. We, you know, it's cold and dark. Sun's still setting really early. We get into the camper and there was just something about getting them. I bought Ben. He's like really into, um, I got him this onesie for Christmas. He loves that thing. Mm-hmm. Loves it. So I got him like these fleece onesies because I knew it was going to be cold. Yeah. I got them into their little onesies. We're reading books. They're having the best time just being in the camper. Just feels uh-huh. fun. Right? Yeah. Right. Like an adventure. Yeah. We get them We get them in bed, shut the door. I can hear through the monitor their interactions. And they stayed up for a while. But I thought this is part of the fun. This is part of childhood mm-hmm. and the magic of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And ben, she kept throwing her pacifiers out. And Ben was so sweet. He's like, Eleanor. And he grabbed him and gave Ella. him back to Come her. On, girl. Yeah. And he kept saying, I'm trying to go to bed. And he'd lay down and, oh. <laughs> and then she would, she, she literally was saying, wake up, Ben. Not on my watch. Wake up, Ben. She kept yelling at him to wake up. (laughs) It's just cracking us up, Uh you know? Uh So then we made a fire. Oh, I forgot to mention. And so we come back and Chris says, well, we're set up, but the camper's still broken. He went to turn on the water and the water started leaking all through the camper. Oh, my God. So the one thing we took it back for, and this is kind of a rant within the episode is when you think you're fixing something and you take something off your to-do list oh we, yeah. and then it's right back on and we've talked boomerang about that the boomerang task yeah boomerang task like, damn it we yeah. did all that to they have this like, one thing fixed show him at the thing when he picks it up like right. hey, see we fixed it 
it was not fixed. Yeah. And Chris said, he's like, I never once thought, let's go home. Because Mm -hmm. last time, there, it felt like there was nothing working in our favor. Yeah. This time, it's like we had enough working in our favor. And we could just go use the bathroom there like any other camper. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's not a problem. It's just annoying more than anything. Well, yeah. We had heat. Heat would have been, it was just way too cold with kids, but he, we yeah. had heat and everything else was working. Shelter. In our favor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids slept okay. And then the next morning, we could tell Ellie was coming down with something big green boogies and coughing. And I'm like, oh, darn it. Was there something more happening? You know? Yeah. Yesterday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she then when we it. were by the campfire, I was like, you know, Chris, Chris and I all ask each other, how's your heart and mind? How are you doing? You check in. Kids are, we can actually talk now. And um, I told them how good it felt to to be there, that we were doing it. We were on an adventure that even though it's work, it's like the kids were making capsule memories with. Mm-hmm. And that is like, there's no amount of work that's too much to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Their childhood mm-hmm. be happy or, you know, memorable. Right. It doesn't have to yeah. be happy, but just these adventures together as a family. I said, how's yours? And he's like, it's good. You know, my anxiety got like, like when that water thing started, it was almost just like a flashback. And then he said, I've never had this. I don't usually have this feeling, but seeing how beautiful the sunset was when you guys went down to the beach, it's like I was that feeling where you're like, I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That happens a yeah. lot. I feel like in parenting where when you got to take turns. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take turns or, you know, and I, I couldn't set up the camper. That's that's just something Chris has to do. I don't feel comfortable. RVs are like the camper things are a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't know how to do it. It's right. quite a learning curve. And so I, you know, and I'm like, well, if it makes you feel better. And I told him like how the beach went. Um, but still, I think it's just hard, you know, when you're the one who's not partaking in the the quote unquote like fun part. Fun. Yeah. You, know, you come back. Making. If you're the one like yeah. holding it down for a nap time or whatever, there's just mm-hmm. – Things that aren't as that you can't do everything, right? You just accept that. It's like I never have that feeling. I'm like, well, that's okay to have that feeling. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, but let's have an awesome um, sunset time tomorrow as a family. Bring some yeah. drinks down to the sun, you know, just like mm-hmm. make it like a fun little sundowner experience. And that's exactly what we did. The next day was sunny and beautiful. It was awesome. Like. So for anyone listening with kids, like two kids under five, trying to camp, every year is such a major difference in terms of it just being easier. Like it was Mm -hmm. not easy. Ellie's still not a safe human left her own device. It's like Ben isn't either really. But Ben, I can be like, it's like. He's like chilling with us at camp as Ellie was napping. I'm like, yeah, you can go to there and back and he'll do that. Yeah. You know, he actually helps with Ellie yeah. um, a lot. Mm-hmm. Un, like, um, solicited? Yeah. Or whatever, he, yeah. Yes. He's he's just, it's like, he's such a little dude. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. Ellie's like, just so much easier than last year. Yeah. And next yeah. year is going to be even easier. And I can feel that lift of like, Chris and I were talking a lot about it this weekend of, of you know, last year, you're on the heads on a swivel stage constant mm-hmm. and yeah. it, you can get trapped in that, that like you're stuck in fight or flight. That's a tough, 
Um, it's everything's beautiful, right? But also, it's like that's just like you can get stuck in that head on a swivel mentality. And this year, it was like, oh my gosh, I feel like this. A little, just like a little bit more confident. It's just easier. I feel like it just chilling out a little bit, which is just a really awesome feeling of like maybe like this is going to be the summer where we're able to go out and do more things. Um, Yeah, and the more you do it, the easier it gets because then that becomes like that's out of their comfort zone the first you know few times you do it, and then it becomes a part of your comfort zone. Yes, yes, Um, and then. Oh, little Max coming in. He's telling Mama something really important. What? Can we go to the park? Yeah, as soon as I'm done doing this, okay? All right, I love you. You know what? I think I'm going to take our kids to the park to blow off a little energy before before bedtime. But anyway, um, all that is to say, you know, the next day was great. Chris and I were able to play when the they the kids did well. They they slept so hard Saturday night. Ooh. Like they were outside all day having fun. I think even though Ellie was feeling crummy, it was like nice to be outside, like in the oh, warm yeah. weather and the yeah. beach air. Like she was, she did great. And then they fell asleep right when their heads hit the pillow. Um, we thought we were gonna. That's have, such a parenting win. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, victory! Yeah. Victory! Just mm-hmm. they were just. Um, we, I felt it was like, oh, I have the beach face where it's like, <laughs> it's like you've gotten that fresh beach air. Your, your face almost feels kind of dry, but in an awesome, like, uh-huh, ex- uh-huh. you're just like ex- deeply exhausted. Yeah. Chris and I played Irk last night. IRK, if you don't know what that is, you got to buy it. It's amazing. He won the, uh, the, the camp open of 2024 um, pretty handily. And it, it, anyway sore subject and then this morning we were supposed to wake up to dry weather and we were going to have a long beach day and come home right about now we woke up to rain which is the camping like let's make a camping exodus yeah the kids wanted to go down to the beach one more time we did it's like sideways wind rain oh my gosh yeah again ben's having this great time there's the sand hill that he loved climbing but i'm like yo this is like Uh -uh. not fun Uh uh-uh uh-uh. Ellie got – she went from zero to 60 about something. I can't remember what it was, but there was no real turning back after that until we, like, got warm and in the car. Yeah. Um, but it was good. They could burn off some energy and yeah. then get in the car and make the trip home. Yeah. But everyone's awesome. Like, I posted a couple stories and some listeners, they're like, you're doing it. Like, doing yes. It. Yeah. We did it. Well, high mood, low mood, whatever. I know a way to take care of you. That is BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So, you know, BetterHelp is, we got a lot going on in our brain at all times. And what I love about BetterHelp is you can speak to a professional that helps you navigate whatever's going on and whatever the story is, right? So it's, you do it straight from home. You're going to go online and fill out a a questionnaire about what it is that you're kind of looking for. And it can be about just general life stuff. It can be about childhood things. It can be whatever that you're kind of looking to get some clarity on. But I love that you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. They make it super easy to switch therapists if, if you find that the one that you picked 
isn't working with you, you can switch it at any time for no additional charge. Super convenient, flexible. It's suited for your own schedule. And I've used it. I'm such a fan of speaking to like a neutral party, but these are trained professionals because sometimes that's exactly what you know you need. You know, your friends are great, your support network is great, but going to someone that's totally ne- neutral and totally trained is sometimes the exact thing that you need. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com/sip today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sip. Should we talk Taylor? Yeah. I mean, although I was thinking there was going to be a whole lot more to talk about. Like as we were recording Patreon, we were stoked about going into the Eras tour with rumors of Travis going down there. And you and I both woke up excited to scour the internet. And then both of us were kind of like, oh, I thought there'd be a whole lot more. And there's not a whole lot. I keep going back into Twitter, though, and I'm finding little nuggets of things that I think are cute and Mm -hmm. interesting. So it was a much shorter trip than we all, I think, assumed. Yes. For Travis. Yeah. Maybe incorrectly. So... So he went, they went to the zoo together. He went to one show mm-hmm. and then he's back in Vegas. It's, as it turns out, there's a chief's uh, celebration. Seems like yeah. a team organized event, like a legit thing to go back for, like another yes. Super Bowl celebration. They sure celebrate a lot, which is cool. Like it's a Super Bowl. So I heard that Pat Mahomes, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it's vetted, but I heard that Patrick Mahomes told the boys, like, if we win, I'll go back and throw, like, we'll go back to Vegas and throw a party. And I think it's because, like Travis said on his podcast, when him and Jason were talking, Jason was like, oh my God, we had one hell of a week. It was so much fun. And Travis was like, I was so jealous, man, because when you're participating in the Super Bowl, you don't get to participate in the festivities. You don't get to do, like, Vegas stuff because you're, like, prepping for the game of your life yeah. you know and so I think Patrick what the what I had heard is he told the players like if we win we'll come back and we'll do like the Vegas do it right thing yeah god you know, okay I, so I don't know if that's true or not but I that's what I had heard so I didn't think it was mandatory so I was kind of surprised to see Travis flew all the way to Australia and then all the way back yeah. for the party so then on Twitter today and I sent you this if this is true I think it's very cute the day he went to Australia, or like one of the days, was their six-month anniversary. Did you send me this? Did I not? I don't remember seeing this. So Twitter calculated based on what they think their approximate like go-live date was as a couple mm-hmm. to now mm-hmm. was six months. Okay. Now, they probably don't have it to the day, but whatever. People on the internet are pretty sleuthy. So did you notice after... The concert. Well, maybe it was the yacht date thing that I sent you. You sent me the yacht date. So after the concert, um, and maybe too, some of it's like when she did the very first time, the guy on the Chiefs, that was like, whoa, electric. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The very yes. first time she ran up and kissed him after the show, like, wow. And, you know, the very first football game that Taylor went to was a pop culture moment. That was one yes. of the most watched things. Like someone landed on the freaking moon. Right. You know, like, right. whoa. Uh-huh. And then every football game after that was good, but it wasn't that. And I think that's a little bit what we're seeing with the concert thing, too. Um, And what we can anticipate is 
there might not be the big moments because they're not going to be new As, uh-huh, like that. Right. We've uh-huh. seen it. Mm. Um, but she had changed after the show. She was she was wearing like a casual like short shirts. It looked like. So it turns out they went on a yacht date after the concert, which, wow, that's a lot. Late. They are very fit yeah. people to be able to yeah. hang like post football game, big party, post three and a half hour concert uh-huh. yacht night. But mm-hmm. it could have been a six month anniversary thing, in which case it would have been easier for him okay. to just stay in Vegas. Right. But oh, he, was, so he wanted to celebrate the six months with her. Is- There's some mumblings of did he fly all the way out there to make a grand romantic gesture and fly all the mm-hmm. way back? Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll meet her in Singapore and they'll have like a nice vacation. We talked about that on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in a VIP tent, interestingly enough, with Katy Perry and Rita Ora. Oh, I didn't know Rita Ora. Okay. The Katy Perry thing surprised me a bit. Me too. But I thought, great. Good. Yeah. People can bury the hatchet. And Katy and you Perry saw did a story of Bad her, Blood. Yes, singing to Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. And she made a post that said, I saw my friend like shine last night or something. Saw an old friend shine last night or something. I thought, oh, that's nice. nice. I still friend. don't think I'm like a Katy fan. Yeah. Mostly because I don't think her music is like anything no it's probably mostly because I just don't love her vibe and I probably don't love her vibe because of Taylor but also like Bieber has beef with Taylor and I still like Bieber more than Katie because I like Bieber's music fair you know fair so yeah I don't know but I'm like good I'm glad there's no bad bloody right we we grow up and we move on from things yeah yes I'm glad for that and yet still I have the same I think same feeling as you of like huh Interesting. Like, right. mm-hmm. I'm not fully there. Right. But cool. But There's okay. little videos of, you know, there were some people who said Ta- Travis left for the guy on the Chiefs moment. He did not. He, did he not. moved from the VIP tent to the floor. He was actually very close to the stage. Probably and to get, like, closer to backstage, right? There's video so fight the of him. He had a friend there. Lots of videos of them. Just very into it. Um... He was catching friendship bracelets, clearly very popular guy, way, interacting with the fans, singing to the music, him and his friend. I don't remember his friend's name, but he's a football like player. Ross or something. Ross, Chiefs guy. His friend Ross posted a story after and it was like post-concert. He said, I get it now. Like that was like, holy crap. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That was a show. Yeah. That was a show. What a show. And someone on Twitter wrote like, Ross is is like Taylor's Keeley. Who's Keeley? The the woman, the football player's wife. Is her name not Kaylee? K a l e i e g h. She brought her, whoever she brought oh, to the Golden Globes. Kelly Teller. Kelly. It's Kelly. spelled funky, but her name's Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Kelly. Okay. Uh. Anyway, so we'll see what happens next. One thing. So that is, I. Yeah. Are you about to go into the thing that you said? Okay. After the concert, I sent you a video of Travis and Ross, I think his name's Ross, standing, waiting backstage, and they were high-fiving. He was high-fiving every single dancer, and then he gave Cam a hug, and I sent you that video, and you replied to this, and you said, I saw that story. I don't know how I feel about it or something, or the rule or something, and I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And then you sent me, like, here's the – but I didn't understand – they are not what? connected. The no. thing that you sent me of the high fives, I thought was yeah. amazing. It might have been a typo. It was a separate thing of I'm seeing this story. 
Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Or maybe I read it wrong, but I'm I thought you said- I'm seeing this story pop okay. up. Um, one thing before we get to this part is- Okay, okay, um, okay. The actual concert content coming out, I am loving. She's for the surprise song. She's been doing these mashups together. Yeah. They're incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I sent you the one and you probably heard it too. Peace and New Year's Day. Which I have not heard that yet. I've been looking and I cannot find it. So I need it because I, I, oh my God. So she did that for Travis. I don't know. I because don't know. I can never give you peace, but also New Year's Day. I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. She included the line she, of like, now that I see your brother as my brother. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, but she's so intentional. Yeah. Yeah. But then what? a lot of the other mashups are like about heartbreak and stuff. So I don't know. It's not. Yeah, but I'm just saying the night he was in attendance. That was, was the night, night before two. he was in attendance. No, I don't think so. I think he was there night two. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But that um, mashup was night two. I know he was yeah. there night two, but I thought that mashup was night one. I don't think so. Okay. Let's confirm. Let's confirm. But, yeah. Let's see. Um, um, because I, I was like, oh, she did this for him. So, yeah. But uh, it's incredible and really like tells a story, that mashup. And there's a couple others like Exile and Haunted that I was listening to. There's several and they're just incredible. They're so amazing. Yeah. And how fun. You can hear the audience like when you listen to these mashups, you when the when she goes yeah, into night like night two surprise song. Should have said no and you're not sorry is the guitar and then mm-hmm. piano was New Year's Day and peace. Oh, wow. And I think cuz like when he was at Argentina, she everyone thinks did Endgame to be Endgame because he was in attendance. So I thought this was like a specific Shout out for him. I thought so. Right. And it was beautiful. It's a whole other genius. Peace doesn't feel to me. Peace feels um, peace kind of feels sad and beautiful and a love song. And also like this. Are you going to be okay with everything I can give you in addition to all the things I can't control that are going to cause there to be no peace? Mm -hmm. And then on the heels of these stories, which I don't. I don't I hate, don't think they're true, but they keep popping up of like uh, the, the headline of it is, you know, T- Travis is disgruntled because of these rules that Taylor or her team and or her team are setting based on like the heightened level of his fame, their fame. And then there's all these rules of like no strip clubs. We have to FaceTime instead of text when we're away. Uh, is that like inherent trust thing? Um, uh, so like some of the articles are like so salacious, like, like his outfits are fine, but now that he's getting more attention, like, does he need more help? Like with that, like she's trying to like control or change him is the narrative Mm. and that he's like disgruntled about it. And like, it's probably not true, but also it's these kinds of things that I can, I can't imagine being them and having that kind of stuff. And like maybe it was something of like, hey, we're about to go through this chapter of we're away for a long period of time. Like we've been together for a while. Let's set up some like mutually agreeable sort of like things for each other for this relationship. And if they're both in on that, if there's then, you know, she hears like disgruntlement and maybe those maybe they're bogus rules, but maybe there was something, you know, like any. I have no doubt 
the conversation, if he was someone that attended strip clubs before, I don't know, but like, that seems like something maybe he would do or football players would do. Like that seems yeah. like, like something my guys would do. Um, I have no doubt that he had to, he has had probably him and his publicist PR, whoever his team has had to sit down with Taylor's team to be like, here's some things yeah. we just can't do anymore. And like going to a strip club, especially because Taylor is such a powerful female. Uh, I do think like if I was Taylor and it like, and it was John, I feel like there wouldn't, and John was like someone that went to strip club. I feel like there would have to be a conversation of like, that's just something we can't do anymore. Right. You know, like the strip club thing. When I read that, I was like, well, that doesn't seem out of line to me. I think the clothing thing seems weird. uh, And I can't imagine that being true. That she's like, you need to dress better, especially because I think Travis takes his fat based on what I hear on the podcast. I think he takes his fashion pretty serious. Like he likes to be. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine her saying, no, you got to dress better. Especially, I don't think Taylor always has, she's been looking good lately, but like, I don't think she always has the best style. Right. So I, there were some things that I'm like, I could see coming from her team of like, because remember in, um, Miss Americana or whatever that documentary was. And then they were in the room and they, she was trying to decide, like, she really wanted to come out against Trump and her team, especially her dad, but her, it seemed like other people on her team were yeah. really, like, It was a business decision. It, it was yes. the the juxtaposition of what she wanted personally versus what's going to drive the business or harm the business. Yes. So I can imagine that there has been those same types of discussions of, like, this is just something that visual optic wise, you can't do this anymore or right. whatever. And, there's and then these, maybe they push back or whatever, yeah. but like there, these two layers have, of the yeah. real relationship, and then now it's the business of the relationship and the optics right. and the perception. And I could see that being really hard, but yeah. he knew or had to have known what he's getting into. But maybe it's just really settling in where there was excitement of like, oh my gosh, I'm dating Taylor, I love her, we're actually falling in love, and then just like, like what it. She's had longer to adjust to this kind of life, and he's right. been thrown into a stratosphere that he's never been into before. I think yeah. – but the the thing that would hurt me if I was Taylor, or maybe she's unfazed, and t- Travis has made a public comment of like, we're, we're good when we don't, when we drown out the noise. But if yeah. I thought that he's disgruntled or mad about it, I'm like, that would lead to the song of peace of like, can you handle this? Like, can you – is this is love enough? Is everything I have enough? Well, can you imagine going into that conversation? And as well, he's handled this limelight better than anyone she's ever dated, better than almost anyone she probably could date, right? Yeah. Um, but you go into a room with your team and her team, and there's a discussion of what you can and cannot do now. And like mm. you can't just love each other and like do whatever you want like you cannot and then she goes and she's sitting there and thinking like I'm bringing this on him and Mm -hmm. he Jason went on Shaq's podcast and did say Travis did have to move uh because of safety like people like Mm -hmm. there was people at his house and he said even um like the first day that he moved into this it's a gated community and someone was at his back window at this new house that he bought like some random person right like that's just a whole other world and so I'm sure Taylor in their intimate private moments, she does feel some sort of responsibility for that. 
I would imagine. And having like a very intimate, I'm sorry that I'm bringing this on you. And him saying, I'll take all of you. I take you with this, you know, like I want all of it, but I can imagine like like, the the reality of like, yeah. Or like, Hey, yeah, this is an adjustment. These things aren't great. Maybe there is anger. Maybe there is disgruntlement at the business side of it, but I would do anything for us. Yeah. And maybe it's not disgruntled at Taylor, but disgruntled at the media or like just the bullshit that like, cause he's also like, she shouldn't have to deal with this. Like it's just disgruntlement in general about the public being so critical and they are under such a microscope. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I don't think you most about the stories is how it paints her as a controlling female. Uh That's the part that I Mm. don't like. And that's Mm -hmm. why I want to throw it all away. But then when we talk it out, I'm like, yeah, there's probably a lot of things, if there's any truth to it, that is like probably totally reasonable. And the way she's cast in it is like, oh, this poor victim man right, is upset because, if the because roles of were this reversed, controlling woman. Great point. If he was the more famous star and then he ha- his team had to talk to her team, I don't think it's coming across of like she's disgruntled. It's yeah. like probably oh she's this she'll do she's willing to do anything yeah she's dedicated Mm -hmm. right it's such internalized misogyny you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. yeah all right i think we've boiled that and cooked that pretty good we've gotten to some truth (laughs) good but listen uh-huh. Let's talk about uh, getting your best cooking in your kitchen. Spring is coming. And we are ready to welcome all the fun yes. new vibes that come with it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Tell me. Bright kitchens, light yes. coming in, a good, fun, energizing spring day with yes. some banana bread in the oven or mm. some cookies on the pan or whatever. And here's how we're going to do it. Here's how we're, we're going to make that fun. We're going to be using caraway products. Why? They're non-toxic. They're made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFEs, PFOAs, or other hard-to-pronounce chemicals. They have a naturally slick surface because it's ceramic, so you get to use like minimal oil or butter, whatever it is that you use to like normally degrease. It's like a slide-off-the-pan situation. Easy peasy. You got eggs. They slide off. You got cookies. I, I've talked about this like every time we've read for them, but we make banana bread a lot and I put them in the muffin tins and muffin tins are a pain in the butt yeah. to clean, but not with these. Like it truly is so easy. And don't just take our word for it. There are over 65,000 people that have rated five stars about their caraway kitchen items. I've got the bakeware. I also went on, I used our code and I ordered their Tupper for, I don't know what it's called, but like the food storage containers. You got the pots and pans, right? Yes. And all of their stuff is beautiful. Plus it com- comes with its own organization system, which is just kind of, ep- and it's like nice. It's like a nice organization system. It is such a good addition. To- and also, okay, so not only you're cooking, spring cleaning. This fits right in with the spring cleaning. Yes. It's got the organ. It's got everything you need. I uh caraway products are made without any toxic materials too, like PFAs, PTFE. I did that line. Oh, you did that line already? I did that line. I, I did keep the whole line. Screwing this one up. Anyway, I love that they're <laughs> non-toxic too when I'm cooking for the kids and our family. Right. Visit caraway.com slash sip to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit caraway home 
dot com slash sip or use code sip at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Here's my rant, and you guys probably what? won't hear this because chat'll clean it up. But uh when you when I can't get my footing in an ad and I botch it. Mm-hmm. It was botch city, baby. What on earth? Well it was not really. You did. You Felt. made a couple little thumble wumbles. Yeah, hooks. Whatever. Sometimes uh, too. So we do when we're reading ads. It's like our natural flow is one of us is, is doing like the main read, and yeah. then the other person does the call to action. But sometimes the way these ads are written, I'm like kind of scrolling. Like, where is the call to action? So I'm only half hearing the things that you're right. saying, vice versa. So your then brain I is thinking mm-hmm. cut in of like repeating things you're saying. Or you know, then which I've done too. Yes, because there's also no consistency in the reads. Like all the every brand is different. different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, uh, do you have another rant, or was it the boomerang test? It was kind of the boomerang thing, and then also just when you're really spoiled with your bed setup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we really are spoiled with our yeah. Tempur Pedic, with our Uller, and then you know. Camping, glamping in a in a um in our like camper is I way better than camping on the ground. Yeah. But still just being not in my bed and like getting those little kinks and like my body today. I'm like, oh man, some of this is just aging. But if I don't stretch and have yeah. a, a good sleep like in my bed, I really man, I gotta like do like 20 minutes of yoga, some mm-hmm. stretching. Like I my body just really gets all like turned around so much easier these days. Oh God. It's yeah. Aging is just wild, man. And my parents were just here and they need to get a new mattress. And my dad is like as frugal as they come. And I'm like, dad, you need to invest. Like if there's any place to really invest, your mattress. it's in a mattress. Yes. Like, just get a good quality mattress. Cause it makes a difference, not just when you're sleeping, but like through the rest of your day, if you sleep like crap or you wake up with aches and pains, yes, no, invest. Yeah. I think What's I your rant? Uh, my rant is when you, okay, I'm probably going to get crucified for this. Cause anytime I've ever Ooh. complained about service industry before, I feel like people come at me, but yeah. I was a server for a decade, probably. I don't know. Like yeah. 10 years. I started in high school and I worked all the way through college, even post-college. I don't understand why, uh, if you are a server, why you would act inconvenienced by people coming in and sitting at your restaurant, you know? So we're in Sedona and it's like very vibey, very, it's like such a good energy place, but we service almost every time was very, very slow, but there, and so I was like, well, maybe they're just like, chill. You know, maybe there's like, they don't want to rush people. But yesterday we went to lunch and this girl, we had an eight top, right? This girl acted like we were in her home uninvited or something. And I'm like, (laughs) what is going on here? She acted like we were such an, and we were, you know, from the moment we got there and I was just like, well, she's probably having a bad day. She must be having a bad, right? Try to give the benefit of the doubt, but it is still irritating. And then what else bothers me about it is when you're a party of eight, you get autograded. Yeah. So it's like, and I am a believer because I don't think serving is hard. I think even if you're slammed, even if you're in the weeds, if you are kind and communicative, generally most people are patient and like, you know, some people are still going to be assholes, but 
there's so many times where I was in the weeds and I knew that I couldn't give the best service because I'm like running around and I'm busy and I'm slammed yeah. and da da da. But if I'm kind and community, like, I'm so sorry, I'll be right with you, da da, whatever. Most people were very understanding. But when it, so, but I don't believe that like it's an automatic 22%, right? It's like, 20%, I would say 15% is my minimum, even if it's terrible service, 15% is my minimum now. But like, I will do 15% if you are terrible. Um, but there, it was like an automatic 22. And I'm like, are you also being an asshole because you know you're getting the money already? Or like, I don't, I just, I don't understand being in service industry and then being an asshole. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, not but, in know? mine with natural, like, like, uh, stack the deck in your favor of where your strengths are. And right. if you're not a people person, right. don't, don't go against the grain of yourself. Right. What are There's we doing so here? There's so many other things that you could do that, that would probably be more joyful for you. Yeah. Anyway. And it just like, you know, then you're like afraid to ask for fi- like, I'm so sorry. Can I get another side of salsa or whatever? <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm you're going to so absolutely sorry I'm murder here. me. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to absolutely murder me. But could I get another napkin? Yeah. Back to that thing you did. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. All right. My rave, rave, uh, the magic of bath time for kids after like a long car ride, there was just energy again to burn and we got home like on the mm-hmm. other side. Mm-hmm. And we did, we pretend like there's times where we've done this um, where we'll pretend like we're at a pool or something and it's like a party, like a bath party or a pool party or whatever. We got like goggles for Ben, you know, we got the whole thing, the whole imagination going. Um, But, you know, let them take as long of a bath as they want kind of thing. And just, it's amazing. Like the calming impact of it. Oh, it's just so good. And then for us, like, is there anything better than a hot shower after like the beach or camping? Yeah, like no, brushing your teeth with the electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. In shower, your own space hair again. wash, get all the sand out. Right, fresh clothes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just after being outside for that long, yeah, there is just that. Oh, I love that feeling of a hot shower when you really need it. It is just yeah. one of the best things in life. It you know, really, especially after the beach, I feel like beach or camping. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I think I've done this one before, but I dreamed about it like two nights ago. I dreamed about me coming home from this retreat and I could picture like the kids. I like I pulled up in the driveway and the kids run out to greet me and they're so excited. Mm. And it was that way, although I beat them home today because they were at the gym. Um, and I got, and I was just sitting in the doorway waiting yeah. for them to come home and they come home and they're just like so excited to see me and they give me the biggest hugs and like, oh, and then we immediately get into playing, you know? And it was just yes. like, so just the reunion with them, um, you know, and then three hours later there was meltdown and I'm like, yeah, you guys, <laughs> you gotta go back to you know? yeah. yeah, but that reunion, and I just really miss them. And when I would call, mm. I'd call John, you know, and talk, and they'd be in the back, Mommy, hi, where are you? Like, just the, they make you feel like you're the queen. Mm-hmm. You're the queen of the world, mm-hmm. you know? And, oh, something about just that, those hugs and the coziness and the, yeah, I don't know, the kids, the kid coming home to the kids. Coming so home good. to John, obviously, is great, too, but the kids... Sure. John was stressed, you know, yeah. when I left him. 
So he's like just relieved that I'm home. But the kids are like excited to see me. And yeah, just, I was, yeah. And it's like still hormonal too. Like there's Mm -hmm. this connection between like mom and child. Like that's just. Yeah, you and your offspring. Yes. Uh There's just something like so. Probably true. Yeah. Deep about it. Mm-hmm. It's this yeah. immediate like, serot- what is the love? Oh yeah, probably. Hormone? I don't know which one. Serotonin, dopamine. It's just a rush. It feels so amazing just to be mm-hmm. like reconnected. Mm-hmm. Love it too. Love it so yeah. much. Yeah. All right. Um, the only thing better is the connection with our listeners. We love you. <laughs> wow. We love you more than our kids. <laughs> it's dramatic. <laughs> The only thing better, the, the one my thing that could be that you guys that we've never met before. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna meet you. We're gonna have a reunion one day, and the, or uh, a retreat one day. And the place to learn about that first is gonna yeah. be on Patreon. Uh, so come on over there if you yeah. love us as much as we love you. P a t r e o n dot com slash you can sit with us. Um, and if not, you know, you can sit with us always. Yeah, and if you don't love us as much as we love you, which is the most right. Maximum amount. Screw off. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Never come. Scram. Scram. Um, Okay, you can sit with us always, and we We will will see see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign me up. Same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app. And search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.